This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome back to Off the Water. Today, I'm going to be having a special guest all the way from Missouri, Mr. Joshua Booth. Josh is a big, big name in the kayak fishing world, especially for the Missouri area, and it's going to go nationwide. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the Ozarks and Table Rock area. So without any further ado... Mr. Joshua Booth. How are you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, glad to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been fishing, been kayak angling, and uh, let us let everybody know what you're about. Uh, yeah, my name's Joshua Booth. I'm the uh, president of the Moyak Fishing Series here in Missouri. I've been... Uh, pretty much fishing full-time out of a kayak for the last five years. 
I'm pretty addicted to it. It's something I really enjoy doing. I like competing, and I also like putting on these events too. So I'm just all into the sport. I really love it. Awesome. What are you uh, paddling right now? I fish out of a feel-free lure, 13.5, and I've been out of that kayak almost the entire time. I, I really like that platform to fish out of. It gives me all the the storage and the uh, upgrade abilities I need, and it's super stable, and I, I can't ever see switching kayaks, really. Cool. Now, for the most part, you're chasing, uh, chasing bass down in your area. Yeah, that's correct. I, I mainly focus on just uh, bass tournaments. Cool. Uh, do you venture out a little bit and chase any uh, other species down there? I know there's a big striper population down that way too. Yeah, I try to. Uh, you know, when the springtime comes, we've got the spoonbill run up here. We all go out snagging for giant spoonbill. That's a lot of fun. And then the crappie and white bass. Uh, we're pretty fortunate here in the Ozarks to have so many species. You know, you can go to one lake and you can catch walleye, catfish, crappie, three, four species of bass. You know, it's, it's, we're pretty fortunate. I like it. Awesome. So, me and you met last September for the KBF Trail Series uh, tournament over on Table Rack at the end of September. I'll tell you what, man, I, uh, <laughs> I got my PB Smalley, and I had one hell of a time while I was down there. Moyak put on a great, uh, great series for us hosting that. So kudos to you guys. That was awesome. Uh, I'm familiar with Table Rock. There's Lake of the Ozarks, uh, Tanny Como, and then uh, going down further, there's a lot of within that reservoir system. Which one is your favorite fish? It's really hard to say. We have so many big reservoirs in this area. I mean, I can go two hours in any direction and be on a dozen lakes. Um, I would have to say probably it's close between Taney Como and Table Rock. Taney Como, you've really got a chance of catching those monster bass out of there. It's a great place for a topwater frog bite, too, which I really enjoy doing. But Table Rock's just got everything, and pretty much no matter what the conditions are, you can go find fish there. Uh, you can get out of the wind. There's, you know, sheltered banks. It's, it's just, Table Rock has everything. And so I guess I got to go with Table Rock. That's, when I fished Table Rock and was getting everything done for the KBF uh, tournament there, I stood to the east side or the lower end of the lake, uh, I was fishing over in the area by the uh, Bass Pro uh, North that's over there, Devil's uh, Devil's Cut, I think it was called, in that area. And, and going further south, I didn't realize that once you get past the, uh, I think that's the 75, you're right into Arkansas at that point. Just yeah, the, the lake down. goes, yeah, Long Creek goes all the way down into Arkansas, so it's a big lake. It was the first time I actually paddled across the uh, state borders to go back and forth <laughs> fishing. <laughs> but, uh, it, I mean, if, for anyone who's never been down there, Table Rock, like I said, I just got to see that side of it. I, I didn't get to see the uh, the middle or the, uh, the upper end of Lake, but it's it, it was incredible just being in that area. And like Josh said, there's you pick them, there's – Laydowns in shallow areas to offshore strike all over where you can catch not only largemouth, but you got smallmouth, which I may be there. 
spotted bass. I got a chunky spot pre-fishing out that way. So it's 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 a good time. You know, and one thing that's down there in terms of custom lures or lures that I can't find back up this way that was really killing it, Jewel G, are you familiar with them? I'm sorry, he's breaking up. I didn't hear what you said on that one. Uh, Jewel Jigs, are you familiar with uh, that lure company? Yes, uh, somewhat. Yeah, so I have the hardest time finding them up here in the land and just the upper Midwest. I can't, down there, they were like gold. You go for certain mm-hmm. color, they're all out of it, but they were, they were producing. I was, and I really, they were just. And I guess that's exclusive. They're exclusively made in the Ozarks in that area, so that was pretty cool to use. Thing uh, homegrown over that way while fishing down there. I really did like that. Yeah, they do make some good things. So, so I I know coming up we have the you guys are Moex putting on the KBF event for Table Rock at the end of the month. Tell us a little bit what's going on with that. Yeah, luckily we're, we finally got things going where we're going to start to get back to normal. There's not going to be any uh, live captain's meeting or award ceremony. We're going to do everything online, so there'll be no meetups or anything. Guys can just go fish, check out on Tourney X and go home. Uh, uh, Chad Hoover is going to mail out the, the trophies uh, to the winners, so we'll get that taken care of. But uh, something that's new that KBF is going to be change, is going to be moving towards that we're going to start doing on Table Rock which I'm pretty excited about is, is they're going to start doing two day trails at one lake. So we're going to have a trail on Saturday for KBF. And then there's going to be another trail on Sunday for KBF. So if you can't get Saturday off, you can come and fish Sunday. Or if you want to double down, you can enter in both tournaments and get AOI points for fishing two trails without having to travel to two different locations. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that that's pretty sweet. Um, do you guys with Moya everything else that's going on? Uh, are your are your guys majority of your guys fishing for KBF AOY as well? Uh, we do have a few guys that are you know fishing the KBF. Like I said, everything's just now getting started, so I, I expect those numbers to really increase once word gets out about what's going on. Because you know we weren't even really sure we were going to be able to have this tournament you know, until just a few days ago, so. Right. Yeah, it, it was kind of, you know, for me, it's kind of now as of last night, there's another decision to be had. Uh, it was either Table Rock or Lake St. Clair, and I just got word that and change after but Lake St. Clair is canceled. So I may be taking another ride down to Table Rock if the uh, cards, if my cards play right with work, so. Uh, I might see it down there in a couple weeks. Well, that would be pretty cool. The the bites really turn on there. The spawns and full swing and water temperature and the getting up there in the 70s. So, go time. And this just in from uh, the OG Brian Sheeler, and he wants to know pins for Table Rock. Uh, do you know anything about that? Pins. <laughs> yeah, he said. Tell Josh to drop me pins for table rock. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. You might want to hit up Troy Inky. He was the uh, 
regional champion last year on Tabor Rock. I think he knows where all the good spots are. You might want to hit him up. Or just uh, just steal his whopper plot. Killing oh, him yeah. There you go. <laughs> Seriously, though, on, on Tabor Rock, you can find fish anywhere. Uh, oh, yeah. They're, they're everywhere. You just find, pick a launch and go catch them. I mean, it's really, <laughs> I know it sounds kind of cliche, but it's true. It, 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 that made it so much easier scouting out the that really did deter it. you know I will say that I wasn't pre- I was prepared for it to happen but I wasn't prepared for it actually happening was the wind and how much uh how much white cap and uh current it that actually makes on table rock on the main body of the uh of the lake yeah, that, that can definitely build up. You always got to plan for the wind on Table Rock. Uh, boat traffic can get really bad, too, during the summertime as well. But like I said, that's why there's so many creeks and coves and cuts you can get back into, and you can get out of the wind and get away from the boats. That's that's what I really like about that lake. Yeah, and, you know, I was – me and Brian, we were sticking together. So I was in uh, the Old Town Predator, and he was in the Blue Sky. This chat crappy – was we were able to maintain but we couldn't maintain long but we still with it there was power out there struggling just to get past you know uh some of those white caps and current as well so it, it it did get dicey out there yeah i can for sure that wind gets over about 15 miles per hour you might you better find a place to get out or just get off the water yeah we we talked the way into to, to some fingers that ran off and then got in some coves but for the most part, though, it it, it almost became uh, it it was non-existent for fishing because you were trying just to stay positioned every other cast. Yeah. So, so within the Table Rock area and the Ozarks, uh, you know, is, is there any other? We were talking about Tangy Como, and I know. So this podcast itself, we focus on the traveling aspect. So taking, let's say I was taking the family down there and I have kids and I want to catch, uh, you know, an abundance of fish, but I also close to where, you know, where the significant other wants to go and shop and do stuff within the cities or towns. Uh, I heard Tandy Como has a great trout pot in it and the kids, tr- kids love trout. Is that true? Yeah, if you go on the uh, the upper end of Taney Como, it's really good trout fishing up there. Amazing trout fishing up. There's a uh, trout docks up there you can go fish on. You can take your family there. Uh, there at uh, Branson Landing, you can. There's a boardwalk where you can walk around and uh, your wife can shop and check out stuff. There's even a Bass Pro right there on the water. So it's a pretty cool place to go to. They got like a little, uh, it's like a little boardwalk downtown area right there on the water. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com yeah, we're staying. It was it was set up really nice, uh, and we're gonna. That's what we're gonna dive into right now. So, coming there, coming to visit Table Rock, 
if you had to give three recommendations for restaurants, what would they be? Well, definitely Lambert's in Ozark. It's not really on Table Rock. It's about 30 minutes north, but you can't come to the Ozarks without going to Lambert's. And the home of the throne roll, if you've never heard of them, check out Lambert's. Definitely a place to go to, for sure. Lambert's, L-A-M-B-E-R-T-S? That's correct. In That's Ozark, Missouri. All right, I'm writing this down because when I come back down there, I'm going to hold you to this. Yep. That's the place right there. That's that's about my number one recommendation. What uh, what's good off the menu there? Oh, they've got comfort country foods. You can you know order fried chicken, mashed potatoes, fried okra, green beans, you know bread. It's all it's all good, home cooked nice. family style meals. It's right up my alley, man. Yep. All right. What else you got? Oh, let's see here. There are so many places in Branson, it's hard to even pick out one. I, I can't tell you any bad ones. That's what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> but, <laughs> Stay away from here. Uh, they're just, I mean, Branson is, and the Table Rock area is really designed for tourism. You know, the, the Bass Pro Shops in Springfield, Missouri, they've got Hemingway's. Uh, that restaurant inside there is really good seafood. And uh, that Bass Pro there in Springfield, that's the national headquarters, and it's the granddaddy of all granddaddies. If you haven't oh, been in man. that, if you haven't been in that Bass Pro, you haven't been to a Bass Pro yet. So I tell there, you, there's food there, and you can go into that Bass Pro. I tell you what, man. I saw. I, I went there twice. I stopped on the way down, and then I took a day to go back, and it's pretty sweet. I'm actually going to touch on that with you down in a few minutes but uh you had mentioned Hemingway's and me and uh me and Sheila had gone to Hemingway's for dinner one night and they had uh they had uh redfish uh as their special man redfish was, was delicious it was prepared and reasonably priced too in there for you know for what you yeah absolutely so, being down that way, is there any breweries or um, micro distilleries within that area that people would want to check out? Oh, that is a question that I can't answer. I'm not really sure that there's a there's a brewery in uh, Springfield I know of. They make two dudes or step brother step dude beer. That's pretty good stuff. Step that. dude beer, huh? I can't think of the name of it exactly. I just tried it out the other last week, and it was pretty good stuff. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I just I'm not really familiar with any breweries in the area. I'm sure there is. Well, it has one of the biggest breweries in the country, if not the world. <laughs> wow. Bush. Oh man, yeah. That's that's probably why I'm not very familiar with it because everything I drink is Anheuser Busch. <laughs> If it's not Budweiser, I'm I'm probably not drinking it. <laughs> Heading to uh to the Amheuser Busch uh facility itself in St. Louis. I have not been there. And if I did, I would probably not want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kinda of, that that was one of the key reasons why I didn't stop at home. It was uh it, I'd probably be there from open to close and that 
probably have to stay a night in St. Louis after getting done with the tour. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, well, this might, and I, I don't expect you to know this question, but for the ladies, for the men who like wine, any kind of uh, vineyards or wine, uh, uh, out. Uh, man, I'm sure there is because Branson has everything. Yeah, there's, there are. There's a Stonehill Winery. Um, let's see. That's in Branson. The St. James Winery. Um, Mount Pleasant Winery. I, I know those are the. I think those are the three top ones. So yeah, there's definitely. Okay. There's definitely some wine to be had in the Branson area. Yeah, Stone, Stonehill Winery. I think it's, it, I think a lot of people have heard about that one. That was a pretty famous place. I haven't been there, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it. My girlfriend is a wine uh, aphrodisio, and I'm sure there's a bottle of that within the fridge somewhere. <laughs> I never paid attention to what the what the label said. Right. So, um, it, you know, it's funny because you know. You're in the middle of Missouri. You're, you know, in a hilly, mountainous area. But you wouldn't think a lot of wine comes from this area. And, and one of the biggest things that are popping up and it become the, one of the more popular things to do is these small vineyards that pop up all over the place now. I remember, yeah. uh, you know, I have family in southwest Michigan, and that was the Napa Valley of the Midwest. Now you could drive, you know, within a half hour and find your, it's, it's crazy how fast that's popped up. And same thing with the breweries. Yeah. The same thing's going on down here with the wine. I mean, I've noticed as I drive around, you're starting to see more and more, you know, you see wine or grapes, you know, growing out in fields. So I'm starting to see more and more grapes being planted. Yeah. So, down now, I know close to this uh, in Brand. Let's talk about some bars down there for people who are coming. I know yeah. the big one is the Spinning Wheel, right? Right? Is that the big one for Branson? Yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of them, really. <laughs> we uh, our last day down there, we had a pretty good time at the Spinning Wheel. They had karaoke and stuff going on. It's entertaining to watch to watch that. They actually had pretty good food there. But if you had uh, if you had a couple, two more bars to throw out for a recommendation in that area for people to go to, where would you send them? Um, you know, I, I, I like Flat Creek Bar and Grill. They're on Flat Creek. It's right on Table Rock as well. Uh, they've got even a little hotel there with some pretty decent prices on rooms if anybody's looking for a place to stay. And plus, they've got a bar and a restaurant right there. So, yeah, Flat Creek Grill is pretty nice. Cool. You know, and... Correct me on the area, but there was one that really caught my eye, and I didn't stop there. But when I was going to the launch for the majority, of, say it was called the the British Inn, or it was an English uh, pub just outside of uh, Branston. If you're going towards the uh, Bass Pro Resort, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure of the area, but it was a small little small little town. The biggest flagship that was there, the British, in the town. Oh, that's that was pretty cool. But 
you know, between going back to get stuff prepared for the tournament, I didn't have the time to stop, but it's definitely on my radar to see that. And little side note of it, I um, we were watching a TV show, and it happened to pop up uh, pop up on the TV show. I'm like, oh, I know where that's at. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully all these places get to start opening back up. Missouri slowly coming back open. Uh, I don't know how many of them places in Branson are, are actually open back up. I haven't been down there yet. So hopefully within by June 1st or by the Table Rock event, everything will be open back up, I hope. Well, Godspeed to that because Illinois isn't opening up anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've started the process. Uh, campgrounds are supposed to start opening up on the 20th. So just in you know next week they should start opening up. And uh, I think everything's going to slowly start progressing to normal by june 1st we should be hopefully back to normal if you can if you can get back to normal <laughs> the uh yeah for us man i mean they opened up some state parks but it's you know a lot of the fishing around here around the chicago area where i'm at really hasn't been affected lake michigan is closed but um you know th that's kind of either really dictates you know not like Michigan, but inland, for the most part, a lot of the people to go to the states are now coming to all my good spots. And now, yesterday, it, it the boat traffic was crazy on a small little lake I was fishing. I've never seen so many boats there and parked in the spots than yesterday. And we had quite the entertainment with uh, Amateur Hour watching. Uh, and God bless this guy because I don't know how he did it, but... He let his daughter and his wife try to put the boat on the trailer, and the boat wound up with the outboard face in the car. <laughs> what? It was wow. It was it was a sight to see. <laughs> he had the patience of a saint because he was cool and collective the whole time, and I would have been freaking out. If that wow. was me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. It, talking about traveling and going down so family fun and i know when we had our check-in and the event for the series indian park has is if i'm not mistaken is that called silver dollar uh theme park silver dollar city yeah, silver dollar and, city yeah and if, if you come to this area that's another must place to go to i mean if you have not been to silver dollar city you you really need to go there. It's a, uh, it's all all the people that work there are dressed in uh, time you know costumes from back in the pioneer days you know the 1700s and 1800s. You can get home cooked kettle me meals there. Everything it's like wow. going it's like going back in time when you're there. They've got uh, so many different shops. You know they've got uh, blacksmiths that are there making stuff. You've got wood carvers. You know artists. There's all kinds of artisans there that. I mean, it's it's a really unique place. Not to mention, it's got roller coasters for the kids, and uh, it's got a small kid area. Uh, just, it's it's one of the best. Uh, I don't know what, you know, parks, theme parks in the country. I would guess, you know, it's a, it's a big one right up there. It's, you know, worlds of fun and stuff. Uh, you know what? And if you would have not not said that, I probably wouldn't turn another eye to it. But now that you said that, I'm kind of intrigued. So. I think I'm uh, going to have to check would, that out myself. I would highly recommend going to Silver Dollar City. You'll have a good time for sure. Yeah, that sounds cool. 
any uh any other places down there that uh that would or is that the uh is that the top dog of the uh of family attraction and oh that uh, that is the- <clears throat> that is definitely the top dog silver dollar city is king down there but like i said branson is designed you know to provide family entertainment so you can get into the downtown area on the strip and you can just get out and walk and you've got go-karts you've got museums you've got uh just one thing after another on the strip so going to the branson strip in downtown something with that you know families really enjoy doing there's all kinds of shows uh magic shows musical theaters everything's there fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home it's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Cool, man. Well, you know what? And this one, this last part of it, is there anything in terms of you know, nature close to you that you would say someone has, if they come down here, you have to check this out. This is my personal favorite thing to do or see while down in the uh, Ozark area. Yep. That's an easy one. Dogwood Canyon. Dogwood Canyon. Dogwood Canyon. uh, If you like to trout fish, they've got trout there, but it's a, it's an amazing museum. It's, it's nestled in between these two, bluffs uh it's got old indian artifacts they there's a couple caves where they actually found remains and they've left them up there uh there's the walking trail goes through there they've got wildlife i think there's buffalo and stuff back in there i mean it's uh it is a really beautiful place to visit and i I would definitely recommend dogwood canyon for sure awesome yeah that's that sounds pretty legit i uh I would definitely say I, I'd have to check that out myself. I I love history. I love looking at artifacts. I'm that kind of guy who will stop and read the act, the whole display, and everyone's like, you know, 50 feet ahead. Hey, come on, let's go. Hey, I'm trying to learn something here. <laughs> yeah, you'd really like it then. Uh, that sounds like a great place. You can also uh, rent bikes and go for bike rides on the trails and stuff, and it's all paved and real nice, real scenic. Cool. Well, you know, is there anything else uh, that you want to add in to those recommendations that you may have missed? Oh, I mean, uh, for anybody thinking about coming to this area, just keep in mind that uh, we have tons of campgrounds, tons of parks. Uh, If you like to camp, if you don't like to camp, if you want a, a condo or a hotel, there's tons of that there in the Branson area as well. We have other lakes in the area, too, like Stockton Lake and Truman Lake. Those are some really great lakes, too, and they're all on public land. So you can get out of your boat and go hiking through the woods, you know, or you can just take off and do whatever you want. You can go hunting, you can go fishing. So there's no houses on the lake. It's no docks. It's just nature. So, I mean, there's a lot to offer in this area. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You know, I drive in just to drive down, you know, like I said, I came down from Chicago and once you get outside of St. Louis and you start going down 74 
pretty much from spring once you get off at Springfield and start headed south, you never realize, you know, how the terrain changes down there. You know, I I always thought Missouri was flat till you got to that point. <laughs> no, it's not flat at all. <laughs> not down there. There's nothing but hills and I, I call them mountains, but I guess some people just call them big hills, but they're small mountains to me. Oh yeah, and you know, even driving around, you know, if you're driving around uh, Branson, you're going back towards uh, Tangipahoa. You know, there's, you know, there it's almost like a switchback and a turn that you. So you got to be careful those roads. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want to go slow on those twisty, curvy roads. Especially if you they're behind you. I've seen someone almost take out and lose their bass boat in front of me because oh. they were going too fast. Yeah, the speed limit may say 40 miles an hour, but you you want to go 15 around those curves. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, with all my guests, we always play a little game called True yeah. Confessions. So the game works like this. I'm going to ask you – I'm going to have you tell me something, whatever it is, funny, crazy, out there – I. I don't care what it is. You tell the story, and I had to tell if you're telling the truth or if you're BSing. And this is a little way just to for us to to get an insight or our listeners get insight on our guests. So whatever you want the world to hear, whether it's true or BS, let it lay it on. Hmm. All right. Let me think here for a second. Um. All right, the, the, the kayak series that I'm part of, the Moyak Fishing Series here in Missouri, uh, was started in 2015. The uh, very first angler of the year, he was fishing in a sit-in kayak and paddle only. The second year, 2016, the Moyak Angler of the Year was a paddle only kayak. 2017 was paddle only, 2018 was paddle only, angler of the year. In 2019, a lot of guys, you know, that were in the Hobies and Torquitos and trolling motors, 2019 angler of the year was paddle only. So for the past five years in a row, our, the angler of the year in Moyak has been paddle only in this kayak. That's my story. That sounds pretty true. Yeah, uh, it is true. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> as, as as crazy as it sounds, I mean, we've got a lot of people. We're up to a uh, hundred and sixty paid members so far. I mean, we're having big turnouts at tournaments, and we've got a lot of great anglers. But yeah, the paddle guys have been dominating. That's awesome, and you know, it it's. And I didn't realize, especially when we went there, how big of a club you guys had. And, you know, everyone had Moyak on. Like, wow. Like, it was, you would have thought it was like its own separate event from what KBF was having. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're pretty lucky. We got a great group of anglers. And it's, you know, it's credit to the lakes we have around here. So a lot of that people in this area love to fish. So we've got a great group of guys. That's what makes the club so great, it's, it's the anglers. You know, we never have any problems. Everybody gets along. Everybody helps each other out. Uh, just, you know, it's a great tournament trail. <laughs> All right. Well, here's one for you. And this right. one this one is related to being down at Branson. So are you 
here with uh, two guys by the name of Sam Jones and uh, Alan Reed. Yes, names. Yes, I think I do know who that is. All right, so Sam Jones, if you're listening, brother, this one's all for you. <laughs> so, we uh, it was our last night at uh, you know, in Branson after Fish and Table Rock, and we all wanted just to kind of unwind. So we went to the spinning wheel. At first, it was kind of you know nobody was really there. It's just us, you know. So the bartender, the server comes out, you know, starts bringing us our drinks, and then this uh, this gentleman comes up to the table, and he looks directly at Sam, Allen, and myself. And he's like, oh, hey, can I get you guys a drink? And Sam, just with the slight grin, oh. he's just kind of like, uh, sure. So the guy proceeds to go get a drink. Now, we're not sure if this guy was a server or not, but he comes back and he buys us all around, goes back over uh, to to the table we're like oh this guy wasn't a server he was with this group of people so then later on the karaoke is going on and he goes up to sing and sam's like dude i you know this guy keeps eyeing me the entire time while he's on stage like maybe he likes you man <laughs> so we uh we're getting ready to close out and i i ran to the bathroom i come back and Sam goes, this guy just gave me his number. <laughs> and we're all dying because Sam, Sam's like freaked out. You know, he has, you know, he has wife and two kids and, you know, this guy gives her. I'm like, I don't know, man. What Did are you going to do it? with it? Yeah, it was, it was on the receipt right there. I'm like, what are you going to do with it? He's like, I, I don't know. So. Uh, I te you know, we left and I asked him, I go, you still got the guy's number? He's like, yeah. I was like, what? So I go, what are you going to do with it? He goes, I might call him for some fishing advice down here. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. So from this day, Sam hasn't said anything about it, but I told him I'd bring it up one day. And this is the day I brought it up. So, Sam, what happened to the number? Oh, man. Saving it for fishing advice, huh? I'm not sure that guy may be an expert on fishing. <laughs> Are you calling BS? Uh, no, that's so funny. I'm going to say that's probably true. You know, you called out the BS part of the story. Everything else that was going on was true, but he didn't save his number. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we, we had a good it, – it was it was quite funny, you know. The guy did wind up coming back to the table, uh, but he was he he had out for Sam. <laughs> That's funny, poor Sam. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yep. So, well, Josh, 
I just want to say thanks for coming on to the podcast. Um, you know, pleasure. Thank you for telling everybody what's good, uh, what's some good stuff to do down when you come down to the Ozarks and Table Rock. Do you want to uh, give a shout out to any or people you'd like to say hi and give a thanks to? Oh, just want to, you know, give a shout out to Feel Free Kayaks. Uh, they've really <clears throat> been a big factor in getting me where I am today, and so I'm just really happy to be in that kayak and uh, glad to be on here. It's nice talking to you today. Awesome, man. Uh, so are you following our bracket series right now? Uh, yeah, I'm slight. I'm in the one that's getting ready to start, so I'm getting ready to really start following it once I get involved. But yeah, I've been following the bracket a little bit. So this uh, oh, the, the one between you guys, the the, the, the podcast bracket. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I heard about that. So I, I I'm going up against Dan Perry this weekend. Dan Perry's down in Alabama, and I'm up here in Chicago. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's uh, it, it's gonna. You know what? You know, I I I don't know. Anything can happen, but I I feel, yeah. I feel that uh, <laughs> damn, I have the upper hand here. But you know what? I ain't going down without a fight. <laughs> there you go. Got to keep, keep so, Well, you know what? Uh, if you're ever uh, up in Chicago, man, hit me up. We'll get you out fishing up this way. Awesome. I appreciate it. Well, thanks again for hopping on the podcast. And then uh, thanks to all our sponsors for the Paddle and Fin Series, Rocktown Adventures, Mastered TRC Rod Covers. And from this point, see you guys off the water. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Also check out YouTube youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin if you got a question comment want to hear from a future guest feel free to email us at paddle the letter n and fin at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on social media we're doing giveaways announcements things like that at facebook and instagram at paddle and fin shout out to our show supporters rocktown adventures leveling canoe and kayak hammered lures fish mob lures trc covers catch products go to catchproducts.com you can put the paddle and fin logo right on your catch board don't forget to go over and pick up your jig masters jigs use promo code pnf20 and save 20 percent today don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it helps grow the audience helps others find our podcast so please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on don't forget about the recycled plastics program you guys take your used plastic baits put them in an envelope mail them to the address in the show notes our man eric richards at hammered lures melts those down makes new baits and donates them to various chapters of heroes on the water